Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com 954-589-2204 Welcome aboard, this is Zaslow Show 2.0 Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0, it is a Monday 20th of November. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3-800-747-3733. Happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. It's a lot of people's favorite week of the year. If you're not working today and you're still listening to Zaslow Show 2.0, I appreciate that. If you are working, I hope it's just a couple days this week. And then you wind up being able to get to your holiday week as we march toward Thursday. As we march toward Friday, first ever NFL Black Friday game, which features the Miami Dolphins. So, glad to have you here with us. And of course, with everything going on, the holiday season off and rolling. The NFL's in full stride. NBA and NHL hitting their hit, hitting their midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. Up to the minute sports wagering news. Odds, trends, predictions. Bet online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the big four. Bet online 
has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played. From MMA to international soccer, head to Bet Online today. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, we got a lot to hit on today. Dolphins win yesterday. Dolphins win 20-13. They improved to 7-3. They are 7-3 for the second consecutive season. Before last year, it had been, uh, I think, over 20 years, just about 20 years, where the last time the Dolphins started a year 7-3, although this point, start a year, like, we're past the midway point of the season. It's not the start. But now, back-to-back 7-3 seasons. So, yesterday, Dolphins win. We got the Panthers from over the weekend to keep an eye on. They play again tonight. The Heat over the weekend, they play again tonight. And of course, every Monday presented by Brunt Insurance, we have our NFL rundown, our Week 11 NFL rundown. As the se- as the week finishes tonight, Monday Night Football, Chiefs-Eagles, huge Monday Night Football game. If we were doing a big game or not a big game today, I'll give you a spoiler word. That would be a big game. So tonight a game that the Dolphin fan is also interested in because we need the Eagles to win. The Dolphins, they're a game back of Kansas City. They don't own the tie break, so we need a Chiefs loss here. But most importantly, we want to keep up with Baltimore. We're eyeing that number two seed. That's our goal here on Zaslow Show 2.0. We're eyeing that number two seed in the AFC. The Dolphins are even in the loss column with the Ravens. We're trying to get to that Week 17 game in Baltimore with a chance to grab that number two spot and two home games in the AFC playoffs. So that's what we're looking at right now. Yesterday, I was at the Dolphin game yesterday. That's right. Made my first appearance at the Dolphins uh, at Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins Raiders yesterday. I said, you know what? So we had a we had another Johnny Cuba tailgate. All right, Johnny Cuba. Are you hungry? Grill. My man Raul was cooking it up. I mean, oh my God. The food of Are You Hungry Grill is so good. Burgers. Oh, I love it so much. And you had the Johnny Cuba. We're getting the beers going. I sat down with my man Andre, State Tranquilo podcast. We talked some Dolphin football, a little bit of heat. We did a live broadcast, live live tape of, of their podcast right there with Johnny Cuba right next to Are You Hungry Grill. So shout out to everybody. Raul cooking up the food. Anastasia and Willie with the beers. Or Johnny Cuba, my man Juan, of course, from Johnny Cuba as well. So really fun time. We went out there for the tailgate. Tailgates are wild, man. Tailgates, these Dolphins games are wild. I, we, 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 like, they're DJs and everything. You got the tent. You got everybody dancing. Buddy on in the DJ booth. It's a Michael. You know, because it's Sunday. goes, this is our church. I'm like, all right. So, you know, different kind of church than I expect. But so much dancing, uh, the bumping and the grinding. The girls are looking really good. Well, you know, what can I say? You got hoochies all over the place. And we had a great time. And so I didn't have tickets yet. But I'm like, look, I'm Tiggy Ninja. You know how it works. Some monitor and the tickets, you know. And at about 12.20, 12.30, finally made that move. Now, it was still expensive, but we got ourselves some club seats. Me and my buddy, we got club seats on the goal line. And yeah, so first off, the game of the season. Shout out to Anajar and Levine. 
Uh, Mark Anajar, Ellie Anajar stopped by, said hello to them. Title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0 went into their suite. Amazing spread. Oh, my God, you're kidding me. So went in, said hello to those guys. Really great time yesterday at the game. And, and it's funny. I, I, and I'm, going, I'm taking my son to Monday Night Football, which is the next home game, Dolphins and Titans. So, so this week, they're, they're in New York, then they're at Washington, and then they're back home for Monday Night Football against Titans. They're going to fuck them up. But, and yes, I did say that the Dolphins were going to murder the Raiders yesterday. That obviously wasn't the case. We'll get to that in a second. But here's the thing. I like going to games once in a while. Like yesterday, I had a really good time. I did. But it's such a different experience. Number one, the people go to every game and you do all the tailgating. I don't know how you have the energy. I don't. But I, am I the only one who feels this way? I have, I have a hard time following everything from the game when I'm at the game. Like, I get home and I want to read a little bit more. I want to check the stats and all that stuff to get a better feel for the game. You know what I'm saying? And, like, now luckily, our seats were by the Dolphin locker room. So we were able to see when Devon Chan left. We were able to see when Tyree Kill left. But a lot of times you're at the game. Yep, I don't want to be on my phone and check at things. You don't know if a guy got hurt. You, you don't know what's happening in some instances. I have a hard time, fo- like, not following the game. I have a hard time digesting everything that took place at the game, or, you know, during the game when I went to the game. Am I the only one who feels that way? Going to the games are great, but I'll go to a couple a year, and then it's like, I'm good watching the rest of the games at home. I get a much better feel for the game when I'm watching on the couch in the Zazlaw Mansion family room. I-, I can't be the only one who feels that way. Anyway, so a, a couple other things before we get into the meat of the Dolphins. Want to mention as well, ESPN Radio tonight, Amber and Ian, 7 to 10 p.m. I'm hosting again with your girl, top girl, Amber Wilson. So I will be in tonight for Ian Fitzsimmons, 7 to 10 p.m. locally, ESPN 106.3 FM, West Palm. Uh, but of course, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on the ESPN app. Tonight, 7 to 10 p.m., Amber and Ian, I'll be filling in tonight. I'll be hosting with Amber Wilson. I'm looking forward to that. Did the show with her a few days ago on Thursday. Done a bunch of shows there. I'm great. Look, Thanksgiving week. You talk about the things you're thankful for. I'm thankful ESPN has used me a lot, and I'm especially thankful that they're using me with my girl Amber Wilson there. So tune in tonight, 7 to 10 p.m. Also, it's Thanksgiving weekend, right? Or Thanksgiving week. My son and I, on Saturday afternoon... We went to the movies. We saw the movie Thanksgiving. And we went into the movie. It's a horror movie. Went into the movie having no idea what this movie's about. Didn't have a clue. And I I recommend it. Movie was fun. It's a slasher film. And not so not so not scary. It's not scary. It's got some parts that are violent, like a little bit gory, but it's all but there's a tone to the movie where. It's not scary at all. It's 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 like a teenage slasher film. And you know what it's like? It's very similar to I Know What You Did Last Summer. Same same theme. You remember that? Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prinze Jr. Like, what are we talking? Like, 25 years ago, right? The I Know What You Did Last Summer movies? Very similar to that. So, I recommend it. Like I said, not scary. It's It's got a very... Uh, uh, you know, it's got that teenage, that scream, I know what you did last summer, teenage vibe to it. I recommend seeing it. A uh, couple of parts, oh my god, it's so gross. But anyway, that was a fun movie. We went and saw Thanksgiving this weekend. That's a little bit of a, a movie recommendation for you. All right, so let's get to the Dolphins. And here's what I got for you. Uh, 
I don't care that the game was tight. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, are the Dolphins Super Bowl contenders? They can't beat the good teams. And although, can't beat the good teams. Denver, Denver keeps winning. They're now 5-5. Five and five. They beat the Vikings, who are good. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. Dolphins put a 70-burger on them. But keep talking about how the Dolphins aren't any good and they can't beat good teams. Anyway, Dolphins can't beat good teams. And then against the Raiders, they barely win. Nobody's going to mention. Now, I don't even think this is necessarily something that should be mentioned. Because I I don't think the Raiders are any good. But nobody's going to mention the Raiders. They were 2-0 under Antonio Pierce going into this game. And they played the Dolphins well, obviously. And the Dolphins still managed to win. And matter of fact, like, that Raider defense is actually really good. And they had not given up a 300-yard passer this season until Tua yesterday carved them up for 335, I think is what Tua had. And you know what? Tua did not have a good game. He was a little bit off. Couple throws were a little bit off. Obviously, the fumble, terrible. I, I don't know why. So this is first series of the game where Tua fumbles, and the Dolphins took their sweet old time getting into the huddle, then getting to the line of scrimmage, and then the Raiders challenge. And the challenge could have went either way. It was really close. But they win the challenge. I had no problem with that. Like, you definitely could see. Yeah, it was probably a fumble. Why did why did the Dolphins rush to the line? Why did they allow the Raiders all that time there? And so I almost thought, all right, Tua must know that he was down. Because why wouldn't he rush to the line? They're like, he must know that his knee or his elbow were down. So he doesn't need to hurry. Let them challenge. They're going to lose it. So I didn't understand what was happening there. But anyway... And Tyreek Hill, oh my, he is unbelievable. That first touchdown that he had, he's in triple coverage. They're all surrounding him. He runs by them so easily. He is incredible. I'm not, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. But when Tyreek Hill got hurt, what I also liked seeing, when Tyreek Hill got hurt, Jalen Waddle reminds you, you know, as long as Tyreek Hill's injury is not going to keep him out for any amount of time, it's like, all right, number one, soft schedule the next few weeks. But also, how about Jalen Waddle when Tyreek Hill was in the locker room reminding everyone, yeah, I'm a number one receiver. He had three catches while Tyreek Hill was out. All three of them were for first downs. It was three for 36 yards. All three of them resulted in first downs. He's a number one wide receiver also, so he reminded everybody of that. I, I guess it would have been nice if Hill had to miss some time if Chase Claypool were active yesterday. He was not. Whatever, maybe he'll be active next week. But, and Devon Achan, one carry already gets hurt. I, I don't know how much you can rely on Achan now this year. He was hurt in, in the beginning of the year, right? Then he played, he was awesome. Hurt again, hurt again, injured reserve, one carry, hurt again. Now, luckily, Mostert is good enough to carry the, the load himself. I don't, I don't know that you can, you can count on Achan the rest of this year. I don't know if you can. So that was obviously disappointing. But this Dolphin offense, that Raider defense has been really good all year. And two is the first passer to throw for over 300 yards against them. But here's the thing. I don't care that yesterday's game was tight. I feel, I feel good about that Dolphin win yesterday. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, win's a win. Hard to win in the NFL. No. I feel good about that win yesterday. I feel good about that win yesterday the same way that I didn't feel bad about the Kansas City loss. Because after that Kansas City game, and after the game yesterday, why don't I feel bad? Why do I actually feel good? The defense. The defense. And this is not a small thing. So, after the Kansas City game, 
the way the defense played, I'm like, all right, they're going to go on the bye, and they're going to get back, and then by December, they're going to be a better team than they were at the start of the year because of the defense. Yesterday, the Dolphin offense, which we know the Dolphin offense is great. We don't need any more confirmation about that. Did they have a great day yesterday? No, and mainly because of the turnovers. But we don't need any more confirmation about this Dolphin offense. The Dolphin defense, you need confirmation. And they were awesome yesterday. The Dolphins are Dolphins are a better team right now than they were at the start of the season. So I'm not even looking at it yesterday. Oh, win's a win. You'll take it however you can get in the NFL. No, I'm looking at it because this defense is what's going to be the difference in the Dolphins winning games late in the season. Who knows? You know, as, as far as cold weather games, I mean, I guess at Baltimore could be cold in Week 17. Maybe you get to the playoffs in the divisional round, or hopefully better yet, the AFC Championship. Maybe you're playing in a cold weather game. Maybe it's a snow game. This defense is going to have to carry the team in a situation like that. The offense is not going to be there every week. Maybe Tua has a bad game. Maybe you're playing a great defense. But this Dolphin defense now is doing exactly what you hoped it would. And Jalen Ramsey, he's the best player on the field on that side of the football. Two interceptions, both of them amazing interceptions. And I knew he was fine on that last play. Like it took some juice out of the game, out of the game-winning play, where he gets the interception, the crowd's super excited, but real quick, no more celebrating because Jalen Ramsey's on the ground. That's where my seats were. It was so obvious he landed on the football and knocked the wind out of him. Especially when McDaniel ran over to him. He was there for like 30 seconds, and then he walked back. He's like, all right, he's clearly okay. McDaniel's walking back and doesn't seem very concerned at all. So I told my buddy, instead of us leaving, I was like, no, 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 let's wait, because you're going to get the big moment where he stands up, and then the crowd's going to cheer because they won the game. And that's exactly what happened. He got up. He's, he's egging the crowd on. He's skipping over to the sideline. And everybody's cheering because they, they just won the game. Jalen Ramsey is the best player on that side of the ball. He is so much fun to watch. I mean, the way he got up, both interceptions were really difficult. And obviously saving the game on the last one. But I, I don't look at yesterday and say, win's a win, I'll take it. No. I look at yesterday, I'm like, yeah, that's a great win. Because A... It's a Raider team that was feeling themselves a little bit going into the game. 2-0 without Josh McDaniels. They hate his guts. But most importantly, this, we know about the Dolphins' offense. We know how good their offense is. The defense is where the question marks are. And between Jalen Ramsey and Javon Holland. And Jerome Baker had a good game yesterday. And, and Jalen Phillips and Christian Wilkins were fantastic yesterday. This Dolphin defense is for real. And, I mean, wait to see what they do this Friday. Man, I guess the Jets are going to go with the backup quarterback. But, you know, all of the Dolphin offense, if they play like this against the Jets, how many points do you think the Jets are going to score? I mean, the Dolphin offense can have a bad offensive game, essentially, like yesterday, and only score 20. You think the Jets are scoring 20 points on Friday? And, by the way... I like that the game is in New York. I feel like there's so much more pressure on the Jets 
going back home after that pathetic performance yesterday in Buffalo. I think the Jets will be better off with this game in Miami this week. But going to New York, I mean, they're going to be waiting to boo everything. I think there's so much more pressure on the Jets going home for this next game against the Dolphins. Dolphins are going to kick their ass. I mean, how many points did the Jets score uh, this week? Can they... 10? Uh, that... Maybe 13? Like, that seems like a hell of a lot of points. 13? So, I'm not worried about the Dolphin offense. But yesterday, that Dolphin defense, I feel really good about the Dolphins moving forward. Shoot, the Dolphin defense, the last three games, which is when we've started to see the turnaround, right? The Dolphins defense, the last... And look, you got to consider the competition, all right? But the last three weeks... The Dolphins give it up, and I'm not talking about special teams touchdown or a defensive touchdown. I'm talking about what the Dolphins defense has given up, all right? Dolphins defense against the last three opponents, Patriots, Chiefs, Raiders, have given up 10 points, 14 points, 13 points. Defense is clicking, man. Defense looks awesome. This now, the beginning of the year, when the Dolphins are flying around the field and the defense sucks, that's not a Super Bowl team. A team that can do it on both sides of the football. That's a Super Bowl team. And even though yesterday was close, the Dolphins look like a Super Bowl team now because of what they're able to do on both sides of the ball. I'm into it. I'm into it. So, that's that's my that's my general thoughts on the Dolphins yesterday. I know some people may be like, Oh, you know, I didn't love it. They should have killed the Raiders. I thought they were going to kill the Raiders. I mean, I think I said 42-17. I think the Dolphins are going to win. But I think I probably feel better about the way they won yesterday. Winning close games is important. Showing you could win in tight spots. And the way the defense really carried them yesterday. So I feel really good about that game. Big time shout out to Johnny Cuba, my man Juan, Willie, Anastasia. Everybody did a really great job yesterday. Everybody loves Johnny Cuba when they're walking by too. I mean... We give them out, so what's not to love about free beer? But everyone's like, yo, Zazzle, most delicious beer. I'm like, yeah, I've been telling you. Johnny Cuba, you could pick up a six-pack of your own. Right now, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Imaz. Going to be popping up in, in, in some new places real soon. I'll tell you about that. But Johnny Cuba, if you haven't tried one yet, we're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. It's a refreshing German lager in a can. It's my favorite beer. It's the beer of choice. It's the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. Make sure you're always drinking responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Lots of action yesterday in the National Football League. Week 11 finishes tonight. Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs, two and a half point favorite. Totals 45 and a half. A lot on the line tonight. You got the fantasy football too. And the Dolphin fam is obviously rooting for the Eagles. But a lot of action took place yesterday in the National Football League. Let's get to our week 11 NFL rundown. Yes. Our NFL rundown every Monday brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Whenever you see, I've been at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. And the reason I keep going back to Brunt Insurance for my homeowner's insurance is because that's one less thing I got to worry about. I don't have to lay awake at night, can't sleep because, man, God forbid there's a disaster, something happens in my home. Who's going to take care of it? Can I afford it? What's going to happen? No, no, no. None of that comes in the picture because at Brunt Insurance, not only am I getting the most affordable rate out there on my homeowner's insurance, but I'm getting the exact coverage that I need. 
When it comes to your homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, condo insurance, there are so many options out there. When you call Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. Greg Brunt and his team, they specialize in making all the confusing options crystal clear. Fully licensed team helps you every step of the way. You're going to know all the ins and outs of your policy. Hey, if you're looking for affordable care and coverage on your car, your motorcycle, your boat, 954-589-2204, you're making the right call. They have the expertise and experience at Brunt to find the perfect coverage for you. From Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, Brunt Insurance has you covered wherever you're calling from in the state of Florida because they have offices all throughout the state. They know exactly what you need. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to our Week 11 NFL Rundown. We start out with the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was separation week, essentially, in the AFC North. Low-scoring game. It's kind of what you expect with the AFC North. The Steelers, they're, they're, a very, they're a very phony team. The Browns managed to win 13-10. I mean, it had to have been a snooze fest. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the rookie, got his first start as Deshaun Watson is now out for the year. He was 24 for 43, 165 yards, and an interception. Kenny Pickett, terrible. 15 for 28, 106 yards. Jalen Warren had 129 yards on just nine carries. He also had a touchdown, but it wasn't enough as the Browns beat the Steelers 13-10. They now improved to 7-3. The Steelers, they are 6-4. Cleveland right now, they're, they're, they're even in the loss column with Baltimore. They currently hold that fifth playoff spot. The Steelers right now hold the seventh playoff spot. The Texans, how about C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans? Continuing to win, this time it was 21-16 over the Cardinals. Stroud was 27 for 37, 336 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Tank Dell, eight catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. Kyler Murray was 20 for 30, 214 yards, a touchdown and an interception in his second game back. But the Texans with the 21-16 win improved to 6-4. The Cardinals dropped to 2-9. Here's the Texans locker room and head coach D'Amico Ryan's postgame. Hey, when can we not have a heartbreaker? (laughs) Oh, hey, love it, man, love it. Hey, everything that could have went wrong right there, it doesn't matter. We found a way to win. We found a way to win. That's what good teams in this league do. We find a way to win, it doesn't matter. Defense, way to stand up. Way to stand up. Everything about what we do, we have each other back. All right? Oh, we got your back. All right? Everybody fight for each other. We play complimentary football. This is a family. We keep it tight. Moving on to Jacksonville, where the Jaguars were all over the Titans after the Jaguars got killed last week. A 34-14 win over the Titans yesterday. The Jags improved to 7-3. The Titans dropped to 3-7. Trevor Lawrence was 24 for 32, 262 yards, two touchdowns. Calvin Ridley had seven catches for 103 yards. He caught both of those touchdowns. It's one of his bigger days of the season so far. Lawrence fakes the handoff again. Little off balance go to the end zone. It's caught, and it's Ridley again. 
had Will Levis making the start again for Tennessee. It was 13 of 17, 158 yards, two touchdowns himself. The Jaguars right now. Dolphins got to keep an eye on the Jags. They're 7-3. Titans drop to 3-7. The Jags right now occupy the three spot in the AFC playoffs. The Dallas Cowboys, they win in Carolina 33-10. Dak Prescott, 25 for 38, 189 yards, two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, six catches for 38 yards and a touchdown. Bryce Young, 16 for 29, 123 yards, a touchdown and an interception. I mean, there's no way that the Panthers are not saying to themselves, man, Bryce Young, he's too small. And look what CJ Stroud is doing out there. Wow, we got this one wrong. Like, that's not fair for Bryce Young, but it is impossible not to feel that way. The Cowboys improved to 7-3. The Panthers dropped to 1-9, and nine, and they do not have their first-round pick. That goes to the Bears. Here's the Dallas Cowboy head coach, Mike McCarthy, in the locker room post. Obviously, hey, excellent win, excellent win. We came here for the seventh, we got it. But, hey, we got to do what? We got the Thanksgiving stretch now, okay? Everybody, high on the discipline. Take care of yourselves. All right, let's get shared up. Before that, come on, Stefan. I see you yeah, back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's learn for this, man. We hey, we left some plays out there, but we got the dub, man. That's what matters. Hey, it's gonna be a big stretch for us, man. We we gotta play our best football coming for a hey, ball starts after Thanksgiving. So so let's turn it up a notch. Hey, Cowboys on three. One, two, three. Cowboys. The Cowboys right now have the five spots in the NFC playoffs. Uh, I mean, they're two back in the lost column of Philly, depending on what happens tonight. And, and like I said, Panthers don't even have their first round pick. It's a disaster. The Detroit Lions, after trailing most of the game against the Chicago Bears in Detroit, the Lions come from behind with a 31-26 win. Jared Goff, 23 for 35, 236 yards, two touchdowns, Three interceptions. Amon Ross St. Brown, eight catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. Justin Fields returned. He was 16 for 23, 169 yards and a touchdown. He had 18 carries and 104 yards on the ground. It wasn't enough. The Lions improved to 8-2. The Bears dropped to 3-8. and eight. Here's Lions head coach Dan Campbell after the game with his team. And guys, holy shit. We are a resilient team, gentlemen. We are resilient. We're going to find a way to win. They freaking came out and they fought us, but we fought harder. And we went and got the win. That's outstanding. That's division win number two. I got one game ball. All right, hey, listen. To make the rally that we did and to come back, man, we needed some stops. We get the stops. Offense, we go down, we strike. Another stop, we get the stop. Hutch, where you at, brother? I'm so proud of everybody, man. Yeah. We got the shit done. Man, I'm, I'm really excited about this year. I'm really excited about this year. I think we're going to do some special shit, yeah, especially yeah. with the adversity we just dealt with, how we overcame it, man. So to keep pushing week by week. Let's go. Yeah. NFC, they are the number two spot right now, and if the Eagles lose, they'll have this best record of the uh, same record 
as the top team in the NFC? I mean, can the Lions get a first-round buy? I don't know. I can't predict the future. The Packers, a 23-20 win over the Chargers. Jordan Love, 27 for 40, 322 yards, two touchdowns. Romeo Dobbs, five catches for 53 yards and a touchdown. Justin Herbert was 21 for 36, 260 yards, two touchdowns. He also ran for 73 yards. Keenan Allen, 10 catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Packers win 23-20. Both teams are 4-6. and six. I think Brandon Staley could be fired today. The Chargers are a massive disappointment. The New York Giants, they improved to 3-8 with a 31-19 win over the Commanders. The Commanders, boy, they got off to a nice start. The Commanders, now they suck balls. They dropped to 4-7. Tommy DeVito, all the talk about Tommy DeVito, all the bashing. He was terrific yesterday. 18 for 26, 246 yards, three touchdowns. Saquon Barkley, 14 carries, 83 yards, four catches, 53, 57 yards, excuse me, and two touchdowns. Sam Howell, he was 31 for 45, 255 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. Giants 48. Howell under pressure. And then he will throw. It's picked off. Isaiah Simmons with the interception down the sideline. Simmons into the end zone. Touchdown Giants on their sixth takeaway of this game. He returns it 54 yards. San Francisco 49ers. They, They seemingly got their mojo back. They had lost three in a row. They come off the bye. They crushed the Jaguars last week on the road. And yesterday, they beat the Buccaneers 27-14. Brock Purdy, 21 for 25, 333 yards, three touchdowns, including a deep one to Brandon Ayuk. It is seen from the start of Brock Purdy's time as the quarterback that George Kittle's kind of turned into that security blanket for Lots Ayuk here. He's got him! He beats Dean, and he takes it the distance! He is in! Touchdown San Francisco from 76 yards! Christian McCaffrey, 21 carries for 78 yards, 5 catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. Baker Mayfield, 29 for 45, 246 yards, a touchdown and interception. Mike Evans had 5 catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. Niners win 27-14. They improved to 7-3. The Bucks dropped to 4-6. So the Niners right now, the 3 spot in the NFC. And the Buccaneers, while they're 4-6, as far as their division goes, they're only a game back of the New Orleans Saints. Very much alive still in a putrid NFC South. Talk about putrid. The Buffalo Bills, they bounce back with a 32-6 win over the New York Jets. The Bills improved to 6-5. The Jets dropped to 4-6. They were fighting after the game. That's right. Bills and Jets detackle from the Bills and, and one of the linemen from the Jets. They were fighting in the uh, in the lo- outside the locker room area after the game. It was an ugly scene. Josh Allen was 20 of 32 for 275 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. James Cook, 17 carries for 73 yards, three catches for 29 yards and a touchdown. Zach Wilson, finally bench late in the game. He is horrendous. 7 of 15, 81 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Here's Brees Hall, who did an excellent job after the game answering questions. And here he he's... He's talking about the quarterback change, and he fe- changed, and he feels bad for the Jets fans. I personally didn't know what was going on, if Zach was hurt or whatever the case may be, but, um, you know, we have confidence in all our guys, so just keep playing. 
talk about the touchdown. You guys were able to get into the end zone today. That must be a positive sign. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, but we lost, so it don't matter at the end of the day. It's whatever. You know. What was the message from Coach Sala? Just got to get better, be better. Um, offense, we've been putting this on film for 10, 11 weeks or now, whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's frustrating. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry to the Jets fans. They don't deserve this. Um, offense has got to be better. Robert Sala is going to wind up getting a pass because of the Aaron Rodgers situation, but the way he's handled Zach Wilson has been, look, Wilson's terrible, and the way that Sala's handled it has been equally bad. Bills improved to 6-5. and five. Jets dropped to 4-6. and six. The Rams, a 17-16 win over the Seahawks. Matthew Stafford, 17-31, 190 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Puka Nakua, five catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Geno Smith was 22 for 34, 233 yards and a touchdown. A very damaging loss for Seattle. The Rams win 17-16. They are now 4-6. The Seahawks drop to 6-4, and and they're currently the sixth spot in the NFC playoffs. Uh, They were tied in the loss column with San Francisco, but now, I mean, San Francisco's rolling. Seattle looks like they're going to have to play for one of those wildcard spots, and they're two ahead of the first team on the outside looking in. So they're very much in the wildcard picture, but for the NFC West, very damaging loss. And finally, Sunday night football. The Broncos win their fourth consecutive game, 21-20 over the Minnesota Vikings. Russell Wilson was 27 for 35, 259 yards, and the game-winning touchdown to Cortland Sutton. They do. Vikings bring the heat again. Wilson throwing, it's up for grabs, and is caught for the touchdown by Sutton! Sutton with four catches, 66 yards, and the game-winning score right there. You had uh, Josh Dobbs, 20 for 32, 221 yards, a touchdown, an interception. But the Broncos' defense, much improved. Russell Wilson, it was a better catch than it was a throw, but nonetheless, nonetheless, Russell Wilson leads the game-winning drive. Broncos win 21-20. They are now 5-5. Five five. They have turned their season around. The Vikings, their, what was it, a five-game win streak is snapped. They dropped to 6-5. and five. So the Vikings right now currently hold the seventh spot in the NFC. The Broncos, they're on the outside looking in, but they're just a game back of the final wildcard spot, which is currently held by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Week 11 finishes tonight, a big one, Kansas City and Philadelphia. And that right there, courtesy of Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com is our Week 11 NFL Rundown. Guys, it's a holiday season, and if you're saying, you know what, I-, I think I deserve to treat myself. I want a brand new car, but you don't know where to go. That's actually the easy part. I send you to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, they promise to provide their customers an exceptional experience at their brand new state-of-the-art facility on North Andrews Avenue. It's that beautiful building. You can see it from I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. You got a relaxed indoor car shopping experience right there. You're going to find the right car for you, or maybe you just need your current vehicle serviced. Well, you're going to be treated like royalty either way at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, they service all makes and models. It doesn't just have to be a Subaru. And... With an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're going to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And all all Subarus at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, all Subarus 
and pre-owned vehicles, they come with a lifetime warranty so you know that you're covered. And right now, at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, what if I told you you can make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit? Is that something you'd be interested? Well, that's what's going on right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for more details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. All right. Again, make sure you listen tonight. I'll be on ESPN Radio 7 to 10 p.m. with Amber Wilson. I'm looking forward to that. We got Monday Night Football tonight. We got the Panthers back in action tonight. Panthers are starting to homestand. Panthers are playing so great. How about Saturday night? The Panthers, they're, they're in Anaheim, <coughs> finishing up this short this road trip here. So far in this road trip, the three-game trip, they got the win in San Jose. Then they lost at the Kings. They played well, but they lost. So you're looking for a winning California road trip. The Panthers get the win, 2-1 to one at the Ducks. They were ahead 2-1. They hang on 2-1. Excellent job that night. Uh, Anthony Stolares was in goal for the Panthers. So a great job by him. He got the second star of the game. And the Panthers, they also got Ekblad and Montour back. So fu- Now, Sasha Barkov, he's out tonight. He's day-to-day. We're hoping it's not going to be a long-term thing. He took a knee-to-knee hit on Saturday night. He had to leave the game. He left under his own power. He is going to miss the game tonight. That's obviously a huge loss. But Montour and Ekblad back for a team that was already playing really good defensive hockey. The Panthers now, after their 2-1 win on, on Saturday night, they're sitting in second place in the Atlantic Division. <laughs> they're 11-5-1, 23 points on the season. First place, obviously, in division is Boston. It, it, they're five points back of Boston, but Boston's such a juggernaut. Panthers, 11-5-1, and, and now, I, I understand Barkov's out, but now they just got Ekblad and Montour back. Panthers are in a great spot. I'm so happy with the Panthers. The Heat, on the other hand, look, the Heat are doing fine as well. The Heat tonight are in Chicago. Second straight game in Chicago. It's an 8 p.m. game. The Heat lost on Saturday night. Seven-game win streak comes to an end. They lose at Chicago Saturday night, 102-97. Matter of fact, and like, I'm only paying, I mean, I'm paying attention to the Heat, but the Heat were actually on the small TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room for a lot of the game because... AEW Full Gear was Saturday night. If, you, if you're looking for your AEW Full Gear reaction, it's still real to me. A new episode dropped last night. We did a full reaction to the show. We also did a little bit of WWE. So you can go back and you can listen today, obviously. I'd appreciate that. Again, it's still real to me. New episode dropped yesterday. Full reaction to AEW Full Gear, which I thought was a really good show. But the Heat had the small TV for a while because they led this game 22-1. to 1. And, you know, they're up, and the Bulls, they come back. The Heat are leading pretty much the entire game. The Bulls finally take the lead with like a minute and a half left. A three-pointer from Colby White put them back up by, put them up by two. Jimmy Butler would hit a three to tie it shortly after that. They fell behind by three. I think DeRozan missed one or two free throws. Then DeRozan hits a very difficult shot to go up by two. Jimmy throws up another three. Air ball. I think he thought he was going to draw a foul. They had uh, the Heat get the ball back with a chance to tie because they made just one or two free throws again, Chicago. And Butler in the corner, really difficult three, no good. The Heat lose 102-97. Seven-game win streak is snapped. This is the kind of loss 
That is so aggravating to me. I hate losing to bad teams. It's the dumbest shit. And especially when you're playing really well, it's like, all right, they, they've won seven in a row. You got two You got two games now coming up in Chicago. You should have a nine-game win streak before going to Cleveland for a difficult game. And then on Friday, you're in New York for, the, for an in-season tournament game. You know, this was the start of a five-game road trip. And, and getting tripped up by a stupid Bulls team, that is so annoying. And you know what? Certainly could have used Tyler Hero down the stretch of this one. The offense struggles. The Heat don't need Tyler Hero. Oh, okay. They just scored 97 points. And the Heat offense was bad the last, like, four or five minutes of the game. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I hate the Tyler Hero narrative. I can't wait for Tyler Hero to come back. He's a major difference maker for this team, especially on a night where the Heat are not a great offensive team. They're never going to be a great offensive team. And on Saturday night, they struggled down the stretch. I mean, they were ahead 22-1. to They lost the game, and they only scored 97 points. I can't wait for Tyler to come back. He's a major part of this team. All right. Anyway, something that helped me sleep that night after the Heat loss, obviously Sheets and Giggles. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Sheets and Giggles, the only place you're going to get the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets. They have their annual fall sale going on right now. You got 25% off eucalyptus bedding all throughout the website. That includes their highly cozy and breathable eucalyptus flannel. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. They have eucalyptus mattresses. The comforter, oh my God, so soft. The coolest, most breathable sheets you've ever had. Go to Sheets and Giggles. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo. And when you use promo code Zazlo on your first order, you're going to get 20% off. That's what I'm talking about. Like my man Oren, he's a regular Sheets and Giggles customer now. He tried using my promo code Zazlo again the other day. But like I had to tell him, yo, Oren, I love that you're using Sheets and Giggles. But the Zazlo promo code, it's for your first order. You get 20% off. So he already used that. But now, like I said, you got the annual fall sale going on. There's 25% off certain items all over the place. And you keep a lookout. Go follow at Sheets Giggles. Keep a lookout for the promo codes. My man, Colin, he's constantly putting out promo codes after Heat wins, after Dolphin wins, after Panther wins. But if you haven't been to Sheets and Giggles yet, SheetsGiggles.com. Make sure you use promo code Zazlo. Get that 20% off your first order. SheetsGiggles.com, promo code Zazlo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. We start out here. So I think Brandon Staley could be fired today. The Chargers dropped to four and six. Bad loss to the Packers. And after the game, here's Brandon Staley. Hey, he's he's getting tested with the reporters. I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. We got to bring this group together and do it consistently. Okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question. Okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Yeah, I, I'm going a big deal only because I feel like he's about to be fired. And it, it seems like like things are clearly, the, the train is clearly off the rails. So I'm going big deal. Let's continue with this, though. Big deal or not a big deal. So this morning, Rex Ryan, who has been critical on ESPN of Brandon Staley in the past. This is from Get Up This Morning. Rex Ryan's one of my colleagues. I mean, we both work at ESPN. And here's Rex Ryan. He's just crushing Brandon Staley. I think he should go back in Division Three football where he belongs. 
Look, this guy, look at his resume, man. I mean, I'm sorry. Dude comes in there, one-year coordinated a team that my wife could coach. All right, with Aaron Donald, all those guys. Stop She's it. She's been around like, for give a long, me a, long time. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and trust me, she'd do a hell of a lot better job than this guy's doing with this defense. They're the second-highest payroll in the National Football League on defense. And they're the second worst. Like, this team is atrocious. And, and you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback, dude. Ridiculous. And, by the way, you're right, Neek. I mean, Jordan Love, there's still a lot of questions. Is he an NFL you know, quarterback and all that? He looked like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Bart Starr, and all the other Packers, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I'm going big deal. That's pretty harsh criticism. He's not necessarily wrong. That's pretty harsh criticism. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Good morning football, NFL Network today. Here's Jason McCourty talking about the situation right now with the New York Jets. But as you look at the Jets and you say, all right, where do they go from here? The offense has been historically bad. They were 0 for 11 on third down yesterday. They didn't convert not one third down. You look at that, right now they're 23%. They're on pace to have the worst third down percentage since 1972. It's been abysmal. They had their first touchdown on offense in 41 drives. And now you're going from Zach Wilson to possibly Tim Boyle, who doesn't have a record of anything of an NFL quarterback. So as I'm looking at the Jets and we keep talking about Aaron Rodgers, his return, and Christmas. At what point for Aaron Rodgers do you say it's kind of a wash and what would be the point of coming back? I think yesterday you saw the tipping point of frustrations with the Jets defense which has been unbelievable throughout these last few weeks as the offense has struggled to keep them in games. We watched Lost Gardner suplex uh, Stephon Diggs. We watched him give up a ton of points and that hasn't really happened this season but a defense can only hold on for so long of being able to continue to hold opponents, hold opponents, the offenses and holding up their end of the bargain or just three and out, three and out. The defense eventually tires out. So for this Jets team, I don't really know where they can go. I don't know Tim Boyle coming in, if he's able to save the day and are able to do more on offense. So it's a struggle. I don't know that we see Aaron Rodgers this year. Yeah, I'm going big deal because I think it's right. I think it's a total waste for Aaron Rodgers to come back, especially behind that offensive line. And just season's done. They're not going anywhere. So I go big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, this morning, unsportsmanlike by pal Evan Cohen, Chris Candy, Michelle Smallman, every morning ESPN Radio, my colleagues, 6 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Radio. Here's Chris Canty, and he's got really strong criticism for the Commanders coaching staff after losing to the Giants. Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy shouldn't be allowed to coach another game in D.C. Now, I, I get it. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. I'm going after Bieniemy today, too. Did you see Sam Howell yesterday? Did you see how bad that offense was yesterday? I'm going after both of them. The only reason that they haven't been fired already is probably because they play on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. That's the only reason. Like, they can't, I, can't, I can't fire you when we play in three more days. Like I, I can't do it. But if, if this was a regular week, both of them should be on the first smoking. Get the moving trucks, whatever movie company you want. Is Mayflower still a moving company? The, 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 exactly. Is it, is, it, is it still a movie? Is it like are they still move? Are they still moving people? Yeah, I'm going big deal, and I think Chris Canty's right on the money with this one. I mean, Ron Rivera is obviously going to be fired. It's new ownership. The team stinks. They're going to want to get their own guy in. But as far as Eric Bieniemy, look. You can't just be a good offensive coordinator when you got Patrick Mahomes. And all these years, Eric Bieniemy consistently getting passed over for head coaching jobs. I mean, maybe there's something wrong with Eric Bieniemy. Maybe there's a reason why he is not getting an opportunity to be a head coach. And then the first time he leaves to be an offense coordinator somewhere else, team's not very good. So, I, you know, the whole narrative around Eric Bieniemy for the past few years 
I think it was totally overblown about being a race issue. Maybe Eric Bieniemy is just not cut out to be a head coach. And you know what? Maybe he's not even that good an offensive coordinator because they haven't done anything without Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition, a big deal, or not a big deal. Yes. All right. That's how you start the week, everybody. Make sure you listen tonight, ESPN Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. I'll be on Amber and Ian. I'll be co-hosting with top girl Amber Wilson. Appreciate all you guys starting your week with us. We're, we're not going to do a show on Thursday because of the holidays, but we will Friday because Friday there's a Dolphin game. So we'll just take Thursday off for the rest of the week. Yeah, we're doing Zaslow Show 2.0. Today's show also brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks to everybody behind the scenes who always helped put together a great show. You can't do it with all your hard work and your help. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.